Welcome to Psych Talk. I am your host, Jessica Lee, a licensed clinical psychologist and self-growth coach for women in helping professions. It is my mission to motivate, inspire, and educate you on everything psychology and self-growth. Whether you are a mental health professional or student in the social science field, are interested in psychology and mindset shifts, or are just interested in gaining skills and knowledge to grow into the best version of yourself, this podcast is for you. My hope is to provide you with knowledge and skills that you can implement in your daily life that add up to make a big impact. So let's dive into today's episode. Hey everyone, welcome back to Psych Talk. I'm so excited that you all are joining me today. I have a special guest, Emily, who is the founder of Buddy. So Emily, I'm so excited that you are here with us. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here too. So um, as we get started, do you just want to introduce yourself and tell my listeners a little bit about you? Yes. Definitely. Um, so hello, my name is Emily. Uh, I'm the founder of Buddy, which we hope to be um, a platform for mental health providers in the future to help you streamline your practice um, and to really just expand the reach of every mental health professional. Um, and the reason that I'm, I'm so passionate about mental health is because I experience anxiety and panic attacks. Um, I'm originally from San Diego, but I, I moved to the Bay Area um, to to work in the, the tech field and you know while I was there I loved what I was doing but um, my anxiety became pretty debilitating um, and so once I was able to learn how to live with it I, I knew I wanted to help and, and hopefully make a difference. That's awesome. I love that you are taking your own experience with mental health and integrating that with your passion for tech because a lot of times I feel like a lot of people probably don't associate the two like the tech world and mental health um so that's awesome um if you feel comfortable because so I, I guess a little backup Emily and I connected probably a month or so ago um she reached out to me and I talked with her about Buddy and we got to know each other a little bit. And um, before we dive into what Buddy is, um, if you feel comfortable, can you share a little bit about like your experiences with anxiety and kind of going through therapy and how that led to making Buddy? Totally. Um, and I feel like it's probably such a similar story. Like there's going to be so many people out there who either relate to this or they've heard of it before. Um, so I think throughout my life, I, I definitely had periods of depression and I, you know, originally the first therapist I saw was in high school, um, but I was pretty young at the time. And that experience for me wasn't really a positive one. I think that has a lot to do with when you're that age and especially even, and this was, um, you know, about 10 years ago, um, even in that time, like mental health still wasn't really something that was talked about. So I think going to this therapist and, and being told like, yeah, there, there might be something wrong with you was really hard. <laughs> um, you know, at that age when your self-esteem can take a hit so easily from any little thing. Um, I don't think I, I don't remember kind of being told like, oh, by the way, like this is like a very normal experience and, and a lot of people go through it. Um, and I think the way that this therapist also went, went about it, I just, I didn't connect with her. It was kind of an overwhelming experience. I didn't see her very, very much after that. Um, 
But then I did see a wonderful therapist in New York. And I think that was just a result too of, of really connecting with this person, uh, being immediately told like just how common mental health disorders are. And it, in some ways, not a big deal. Um, and, and just very, very common, very relatable. And then um, I eventually uh, made my way to San Francisco. I was working at Fitbit and um, I launched a few products there, but this was also the backdrop of my first panic attack. And my experience was not knowing what was going on, just completely, you know, this, it was this overwhelming feeling of, of fear. And um, I thought I was going to pass out um, all these like very typical symptoms that I know and recognize today. Uh, but immediately after that, I scheduled an appointment with my, um, just my primary care physician. Cause I was just convinced like something is wrong with my heart or I don't know, just do some tests because like, I was like throwing out all these things and she was like, it's just anxiety. Like it's just anxiety. And I know it. And I was like, no, 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 <laughs> it had to be something worse. It felt so bad. Um, so she actually ordered me an, an ECG because she just wanted to prove to me that my heart was in tip top shape and that it really was just anxiety. Um, and so, and that was the first time. So finally I, I believed her, <laughs> but of course my next question was, okay, but how do I control it? Like just, you know, I, I didn't understand it. I didn't, um, I wasn't really willing at that point to like put the work in to, to learn how to live with it. I just wanted an immediate solution. Um, and so from there, it was definitely a struggle for about a year and a half of, of having a lot more panic attacks, a lot more frequently um, and in just living in kind of this like high anxiety zone day after day. Um, and, and so that, that definitely was a, a struggle for a, a, a long time before I opened up about it to anyone. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story. And I mean, exactly what you said at the beginning, like so many people are going to relate to this and none of you all listening can see me, but I was like nodding my head along because that story that Emily just shared is the story I've heard so many times. I mean, first experiences in therapy, not being positive experiences. You know, I talk to patients about that all the time, you know, and if I'm their first therapist, I will say to them, the therapeutic relationship is the best predictor of success. And if you don't feel like we drive or get along, let me know and I will refer you out because it's not going to be helpful if you don't really connect. And then the same thing with panic attacks for anybody listening that's ever had a panic attack. I'm sure they're like, Oh no, I definitely thought it was something with my heart or that I was dying or because if you don't know what it is, that's what you think. You think you're dying basically. And it's really scary. So it, it's, it's kind of crazy how physical the symptoms are of mental health disorders or some of them. Um, because until you experience them yourselves or, you know, look into it, cause maybe you wouldn't have, if you didn't experience these type of things, you just don't realize that it's, it's not, um, it, it's very much something that you physically feel, <laughs> um, and it's very powerful and, um, it, it is really scary. Yeah, no, it definitely is. And I know I always, talk about the integration between mental and physical health because they are so interconnected. And a lot of times mental health symptoms do manifest as physical symptoms, but then like you did, you go to your primary care doctor and try to seek out answers there and not that they can't help, but um, 
a lot of times if you're not really familiar, like that anxiety can cause stomach aches or headaches or things like that. Yeah, totally. You're going to seek out medical advice and help. Um, so thank you. Like I said, thank you for sharing your story. So now I want to ask like, what is buddy? Yeah. So I think, you know, what it kind of all spurred with, um, obviously my own experience. And then I, I eventually did open up about my anxiety and just like how debilitating it become. I was at the point where I would have a meeting um, that I would have to get on a plane to go to. And I felt like I couldn't even get to the airport or I'd get to the airport. And it was just like this crazy struggle to get myself on the plane and like hold myself in the seat to like, not just run off of it. <laughs> so that was the point when um, I, I opened up to my best friend, who's also my co-founder and getting her PhD in, in clinical psychology. And um, she was the one who really helped adjust my perspective of, you know, like anxiety isn't something you can control but it's something that you can learn to live with. And there are so many tools out there. Um, and just with her encouragement, I, I did eventually see um, a, a wonderful woman who called herself a relaxation coach. And, and she just really helped me learn some of these different breathing techniques. And um, I started looking more into acceptance and commitment therapy and, and eventually got to a point where I felt like, okay, I, I can go back to my job. I can do all these things. But I was just so inspired um, because of kind of that, the lack of evidence-based treatment that was accessible. Like I, I, I knew I loved therapy and I wanted to go to therapy, but with my job at the time and my budget where I lived in San Francisco, I just knew I couldn't see a therapist. Um, and so, you know, you have that one end of like the care spectrum and um, I wish everyone could go to therapy, but we just know that's not possible. And then at the other end, you have these really great stress relief apps like Headspace or Calm, but um, if you've ever tried to do meditation in the middle of a panic attack, it doesn't always go <laughs> the way that you want to. <laughs> uh, and so we just felt like there, there wasn't, there, there needs to be something in the middle. Um, it, it needs to be evidence-based and it needs to actually help and be, be a treatment for mental health disorders, um, but also affordable and accessible. And, and so that's where the idea of Buddy came from. Um, and so basically what we, our ultimate goal is to make mental health care more accessible. And we feel like the best way to do that is to extend the reach and impact of every mental health provider. And what Buddy will be in the future is just a way for mental health providers to um, streamline their practice and prioritize their time um, and, and find those better fit clients. So that you know, you're not spending your time on, on running the business, but actually working with your clients and, and putting more of your energy there. Um, and when you are talking to new clients, they're very being directed to you because they're the right fit for your practice. And you're, and you're not, you know, taking intro calls with people that might not be the best fit. And then um, not knowing where to turn them to as well. If, if your referral network for some reason doesn't maybe have um, someone else who could be a better fit for them. So, you know, we're just trying to, to help mental health providers um, streamline and also um, be able to come up, like show up to their clients as their best self and, and make sure that you're not burnt out um, and have that time to take care of your, your own mental health needs. I love that so much. And you said so many great things, like, so thinking back to accessibility, that is a huge issue. I mean, so um, 
most people that listen to my podcast know, unless this is the first episode that they're listening to, that I work at a hospital. So I'm in a different situation than say therapists doing private practice because I usually have a steady stream of patients because I work with inpatient and outpatient. But I also know, for example, like where the area I'm in, our hospital system and as psychologists specifically are some of the only providers that take Medicaid. Yeah. And so if patients have Medicaid, they're either waiting for us or going to the community mental health, um, local community mental health, which could be they get seen once a month. Right. That. And then a lot of providers in the area don't take insurance. And I'll be the first to admit that prior to working with insurance, I, that used to frustrate me. Like, why would you, you know, charge $150 per session? But now working with insurance, I understand if you're trying to run a private practice and you're trying to bill insurance and do all that, like it's, it has to be impossible. Like, I don't know how people. I don't do think it. there's a way. And, and you're totally right. We've, we've talked to providers across the country and, um, nearly 50% of them don't accept insurance, which to me at first was shocking. But once you dive into it, you're, you realize you're like, Oh, right. You can't make a living if, if you accept insurance and, um, you're in living in a certain city and on top of, you know, the administration headache and claims to being denied, like it totally makes sense. And that system is definitely broken for mental health providers. And I totally understand and sympathize. And so, what we would like to do in the future with Buddy is um, create those tools that also help you provide your expertise and that evidence-based care, but at a lower cost to um, patients. And right now, you know, hopefully in the future, that insurance system will be fixed in a way that benefits providers and patients, but right now it's not. And the mental health care crisis needs solutions immediately. Um, and so that's one way that we hope we can help is, is to kind of extend your expertise, but, but at a lower cost as well. No, that's awesome. Um, and I know that you have talked to a lot of different mental health providers, um, gathering information as you develop this app. Um, are there certain other themes or things that providers have said over and over again that you feel Buddy will address or um, has addressed in your beta round? Yeah, I think, you know, definitely some of the things that, that we keep hearing is just one, like, I don't have time to run the business when I'm doing the business. And like, when I'm the one seeing the clients and having to do everything from marketing to, um, you know, SEO to administrative, it's a lot of work. And so that's taking away from what you are most passionate about and, and the reason why you entered this profession. Um, and so that's where we think we can help is just like, let us help you streamline your business and prioritize your time. But then something that we also hear, um, over and over again is zoom fatigue and just, you know, obviously COVID has had masses of massive effects around everything in our lives. Um, and obviously really negative effects for those suffering with mental health disorders. But, um, I think what was really interesting in our interviews is how, of course, telehealth has been an amazing tool to continue access to care for some people. But what's not talked about is, you know, your patients are, are some of them who didn't have financial insecurity before suddenly now do. Um, they're losing their jobs. They're losing their insurance. 
And, you know, some of the providers we talked to lost up to 50% of their clients because suddenly they're like, I just, I love you and I love going to therapy, but that is the first thing I'm chopping off uh, my budget because I don't know if I'm going to lose my job or not. Um, and so it definitely motivates me more to, to try to get Buddy out there as quick as possible as a way to continue seeing those clients, but um, in a way that you can offer them a, a much lower price than maybe in-person therapy or, um, or telehealth therapy as well. Um, and so it's just sad. It's really disheartening to hear that too. And just knowing that there's so many people out there who are benefiting from therapy and, and now that's immediately cut off um, and discontinued. Oh yeah. No, I, I know I am very lucky in the sense of working in a hospital system and I've actually had an influx of patients, um, mm -hmm. not on the inpatient side, but on my outpatient side. But I know for so many people in private practice, I'm in so many groups on Facebook and people are like, I'm struggling because their patients can't afford their services. But as therapists, psychologists, mental health providers, they also need to make a living as well. Right. Right. Um, so you've been talking about like different ways to reach more patients, streamline practice. And I know off this interview, when we talked last time, you had a couple ideas of different ways that providers can reach um, their clients. Can you talk a little bit more about some of the ideas you all have come up with? Yeah, definitely. And so one of the ways that we think we could help is um, by making it really easy for providers to create digital coaching courses. Um, and this is really similar to what you would see on the, the Buddy website today. Um, and this just allows you to basically reach more people, but still provide them with the information and the expertise that you would give to clients you see in person. Um, you'd be able to easily record a video, um, could be around some topic of anxiety or depression, whatever it might be um, in the app. So similar to like an Instagram story, and then you'd attach tools to that. So we would create hundreds of pre-made tools that are based on, you know, what you would do with CBT or ACT or, or DBT. And those worksheets that you typically might print out, we would have that all in the app. So it's really easy to assign them to clients. Um, and that way, you know, you're still, you're giving that expertise, but um, you don't have to be present in for an hour with each of these clients every week. Um, and we envision that more for, for patients who have milder symptoms. Um, and that way you can save your in-person hours for those patients who have more severe symptoms or um, a higher ability to pay. Um, and so that's, that's kind of the, the vision that we have right now. And, and we want this to be app-based because we know that's, that's what clients are going to expect, especially millennials and Gen Z. They have really high tech expectations for their health providers. Um, and they're going to want to see something on their phone <laughs> um, in a way that, you know, it, they understand that like mental health still takes work. And this is a process that's going to last weeks to months but they can also see their progress in real time too and kind of get that sense of um you know seeing their their progress and a little bit of gamification um, to keep them engaged yeah no and you hit the nail on the head with like millennials and gen z because working with adolescents that's probably also why so many of my patients have continued to show up during mm -hmm. covid because they literally I mean, my ho I'm very lucky that my hospital system, we have telehealth through our 
um, electronic medical record. They literally download an app, log into the app, and it's like they're FaceTiming me. Like yeah. they're on their phone. Yeah, yeah. And they get a notification when like I'm scheduling their next appointment. So, and I think for a lot of people, not for everybody, because I've definitely had patients be like, I want to come back in person, but that also makes them more likely to engage because they're not driving to an appointment. They can, you know, be sitting in their house. They can be sitting in their car um, mm-hmm. and do their therapy right. and not have to worry about, um, oh, I need to drive here or for my younger teens, like coordinate with parents, things like that. Totally. So that goes back to your accessibility. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there's, it's just a way to, um, we think of it also as like a first step to mental health for a lot of people, because, you know, even for those who are ready to, to go to therapy and see someone in person or zoom, there are still a ton of people out there who that whole idea and process is really overwhelming and intimidating and they never quite make it over that barrier. Um, so this is a way for them to kind of experience you as a provider and, and see if, you know, they like um, your, your tone of voice and like your techniques. And is this someone I could really open up to and vibe with? Um, and so it's like that, that first little step and, and hopefully then they might decide to do in-person therapy, maybe when they have more financial means or, or more confidence to do so. Um, but definitely this is just a little, a little step in the right direction to get them started. No, I love that. And I, I completely agree. And one thing I was thinking about when you were talking too, is just for, because unfortunately there still is a stigma, um, or people will prioritize other things over their mental health, like you said, but you know, maybe they've tried calm or headspace and I I'm a huge fan of those apps. There's plenty of wonderful free apps, but maybe they recognize, okay, I know I need a little more, Yeah, but I'm not ready to call up a therapist and make an appointment. So let me try this because it's evidence-based and I know I'm working with a professional, but there's still that distance and it's not as big of an investment. And I know I hear from so many people, like they go to a first therapy session or a couple therapy sessions and maybe they don't like it or don't really feel like they jive well, but since it's in person, they're scared to say like, I don't want to come back or I don't feel like this is working. So they either continue to go and it's not going to be beneficial or they just like ghost the therapist and don't try anything else. So um, I think that is also a benefit. Definitely. Definitely. We, you know, for patients, we also want to make that whole process of therapist shopping a lot easier um, because it's a really overwhelming experience, especially if you, if you start out looking at your insurance and maybe what it covers. And I mean, that's a whole black hole (laughs) gives you no answers. (laughs) And then you might go to Google and it's just really hard to understand, like, is this therapist going to understand my unique needs and will I be comfortable with them? Um, And and sometimes that's hard to gauge from just a, a static profile. And so hopefully this is a way for someone to get to know you a little bit better um, and then commit. And then, and then, you know, as well, like this is a really good client for me and a really good fit for me too. Yeah. Um, so we've been talking a lot from like the therapist and mental health provider side, but haven't really talked a lot from like the client side. And I know that you've already done a beta round and have a website up. So if somebody's listening to this podcast and is like, well, 
I'm not a mental health professional, but I'm listening to this to get tips and tricks. Like, can you talk a little bit about what type of clients Buddy is for or what people could get from Buddy now? Yeah, definitely. Um, so right now we have an anxiety coaching program um, and that's at buddymindcoach.com. And so for anyone who, you know, ever feels the way that I described earlier in the podcast, um, you know, you're feeling, you're feeling so anxious that it's starting to affect how you live your life. Um, this might be a good first step and it's a six week program, completely digital. Um, you listen every week to um, a different theme of anxiety. And this program was created um, with the therapists on my team. Um, and the, then every week you also get certain tools to help you um, better understand how you're feeling, um, relax, and, and just also change your kind of thoughts and your perspective. Um, again, all based on what um, my team and the team of therapists does um, for their own clients. Um, and it's been great. It's been really amazing. The feedback that we've gotten is incredible. It's um, just so fulfilling to hear that this is helping people, especially during this crazy time. Um, and so if you're, if you're one of those people right now who's feeling like, I'm just not ready to reach out to a therapist, <laughs> I'm a little too scared, um, it could be helpful for you. Um, and, and it's something that all the tools are designed to be um, really short and, and to the point. And so it's something that you could easily integrate into your, your routine. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And I've been on buddymindcoach.com. I signed up for it and yeah, they have a ton of wonderful resources, all evidence-based. I realize we never defined what evidence-based is on this podcast episode, but basically it means that there's a lot of research to back up that it actually works. Um, so that's wonderful. And one thing going back to the mental health provider side of things, if there's mental health providers listening to this and, you know, want to connect with you or get involved, or are you still doing like interviews to kind of get ideas from them? Yes, definitely. We're, we're trying to talk to as many mental health providers as possible um, to understand, you know, what are those challenges that you face today um, and how together we can build something that's going to help you provide the most help to others. So I would love to talk to you um, no matter where you are in the country, even out of the country too. Um, and if you're interested in, in just learning about some of the tools and um, potentially participating in a beta in the future, you can uh, join our mailing list at buddymindcoach.com as well. Okay. Awesome. And I'll put the link to the website in the show notes. And then the Instagram handle is also buddymind, at buddymindcoach. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, this has been wonderful. There's so much information. I'm so excited to see where Buddy goes. Um, but before we wrap up, is there anything else you want to share about your own experiences, about Buddy, about the vision, about the pandemic and anxiety, <laughs> anything? I think, you know, like one of the things I, I personally struggle with too is, is just, um, the pandemic and, and, you know, even before there's always like this, like general uncertainty in your life. And now it just feels really amplified. And, and something I always just try to come back to, you know, every day is just like reminding myself that like, it's okay to feel this way. And like, some days are just an off day. Um, some days are better than other ones. And so, you know, if that's just like a reminder to, to anyone out there, who's feeling really stressed out, feeling like they're not accomplishing things right now, or um, feeling 
extra anxious, just kind of remind yourself and, and be really kind to yourself um, and forgiving and, and accept that like, this is just maybe how we might be feeling for a while. And everyone else around you is probably feeling something similar. Um, and it's totally okay. And a very normal reaction to um, probably a once in a lifetime event. <laughs> no, exactly. Exactly. One thing I've been saying throughout this pandemic is whatever you're feeling is valid because none of us have ever gone through this before. So there's no right way to feel because there's no way to know how we're supposed to feel. Right. And so whether you're feeling anxious or then, you know, before Emily and I started recording, we were talking about like how our states are opening up and that's going to add a whole new level of what am I feeling? You know, maybe you were really anxious at the beginning, but then got used to it. And now that states are opening up again. It's like, oh, now there's this other wave of anxiety. But um, luckily we have resources like Buddy and other apps that if you are um, feeling anxiety or whatever uncomfortable emotion it is, and maybe you can't afford therapy at this time, or it's not accessible because people are doing telehealth and um, things like that, that you have resources to help you through it. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's just a good thing to, to remind yourself and then, you know, have those tools or, you know, listen to podcasts like this to just understand like the things that you can do to, to help kind of bring yourself back down a little bit, but knowing that it's okay to not feel 100% like yourself right now. Oh, I totally agree. Well, that is the perfect thing to end on. So um, we're going to leave our listeners with that. But thank you so much, Emily. This was great. Um, Like I said, I'm so excited to see where Buddy goes. And I know it's going to help so many people on both sides, on the client side and on the mental health provider side as well. So thank you for creating it and coming on and talking with me about it today and sharing your story and with anxiety because I know that it's vulnerable, but it's also very powerful to do so. Thank you so much. It's, it's been a pleasure to be here. Okay. Well, thank you all for joining us for today's episode of Psych Talk. I hope you enjoyed hearing from Emily as much as I enjoyed talking with her, and I will catch you all on the next episode. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Psych Talk. I hope you found so much value. If you loved what you heard or gained some knowledge, I would love for you to take a screenshot, put it on your Instagram stories, and tag me at Jessica Lee PhD. Additionally, I would be honored if you leave a review and five-star rating so I can continue to help this podcast grow. If you are not already, follow me on Instagram and join my Facebook community, Grow Through What You Go Through. Thank you for joining me today, and I cannot wait for you to join me during the next episode. Remember, you are loved, you are worthy, and you are braver than you know.